Hey everybody, welcome to the 21 Minutes or Less podcast. I'm Keisha Milana. And I am Nakia Smith. And today we are actually talking about gaslighting. And for those of you who don't know what gaslighting is, it's pretty much where someone is manipulating you to become um, unsure or to question your own reality, memory, or perceptions. Um, So it's really, really toxic behavior. And I personally have experienced this, so I'm sure there's other people out there that have also experienced this. Nakia, have you ever experienced gaslighting before? Yes, I have. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when you experienced gaslighting, did you know, like, then it was gaslighting? Or were you, like, more so reflecting back, like, hmm, I was being gaslighted? I did not know then that I was being gaslighted. I just... I guess when we talked about this topic, like, earlier this week, I was mm. like, you know what? That did happen to me before. Yeah. <laughs> and it made me reflect on, like, past experiences. So, yeah, I definitely experienced it. What about you? So, I have 100% experienced <laughs> gaslighting. Um, I actually experienced it one time that I really, really remember it was, like, during college. And I feel like it was more so, like, me not being fully confident with myself mm-hmm. to be like, mm, I'm finna call you out on this. It's like, I kind of had a feeling, like, I don't, I'm not really buying it. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I was still buying it because I didn't know that I was being gaslighted. So, um, yeah, it was a lot of uh, just trying to make me feel crazy, making it seem like I'm doing the most about something mm-hmm. or you know, pretty much tripping about something that's not true, but it was, it was true. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it's, it make you, I feel like it make you question your own sanity because you like, wait, is this right or is this not right? And mm-hmm. then you start thinking about it more and more. And then I feel like a lot of times you don't notice it until you get out the situation. I, I believe so too, because my situation was in like the workplace setting. So we, I know we're going to talk about that. At another time, so I guess I'll discuss it then. Since yours was more personal, I guess you can discuss. I guess, I guess we could discuss the personal gaslighting and like signs and examples. Okay, so as far as some some warning signs that you should look for when gaslighting, if somebody is blatantly blatantly telling you lies, you should make sure you know you just question them and don't believe if they just say well oh it's not true it's like no this is true this is how mm-hmm. I feel this is what I'm thinking and even though you saying it's not true I still feel this way so why do I feel this way even if you can't prove it like your gut will tell you a lot um they also will people will deny that they ever said something even though you had proof mm-hmm. I know one person who's really big on this is Donald Trump he'll sit here and lie and say stuff and then say he never said it, but it's the whole video every single time he talks. So that's another sign. People also use what's near and dear to you as ammunition. I feel like that was something that I experienced in one of my past relationships. Like, um, it was just stuff that kept coming up recurrently. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why do you keep bringing this up? Mm-hmm. This is old. But it was just to try to manipulate me into doing the things that they wanted or to make me not believe something that I felt was true. Mm. So, for sure. 
also they wear you down over time so it'll start with like a small lie and then it'll just get you know start lying more and more then they'll just be a habitual liar and it'll just start spiraling out of control also their actions don't match their words i feel like that's really really common um so it can be difficult to look at something like that as a warning sign and be like hmm is this gaslighting or are you just a, a liar, liar a regular right. liar <laughs> but i think we're a regular liar and then a gaslighter like crossed into two separate entities is the fact that a gaslighter is going to keep lying even mm. after you tell them like okay i know the truth or i'm hip they're going to keep lying until they make you feel like they're not lying right and it's like it can go on and on because they just starting to believe their own lie i feel like and it can just be it can make you feel, I feel like it can damage your self-esteem because mm-hmm. it can have you feeling like, well, this person that quote unquote love me or like me so much, if you're in a friendship or a relationship or marriage, whatever, this person wouldn't be, you know, doing me like this or they wouldn't be trying to make me feel like I'm, you know, having invalid feelings, but no, they are. Right. And it make you, it make you like second guess your worth and then it make you doubt yourself like... Is what I'm really thinking true or am I just coming up with some <laughs> random thoughts in my head? Yeah, I feel like <laughs> something good with gaslighting is to get like somebody else that's close to you mm-hmm. to like be a, a outside perspective, you know, giving some outside insight on the situation because people will really have you feeling like you are crazy. Right. And... I, one example that I can give, it was like I was talking to this dude back in college and, you know, we was in like a little situationship, whatever, real mm-hmm. toxic, but we had an agreement like we're not having sex with anyone else. We're not, you know, talking to anyone else. We're not together, but we got an understanding. So I must have looked through this man phone and found 30 bitches. That he was talking to. Wow. And I was like. 30. Yes. Like (laughs) seriously 30. So I was like. I just started sending the screenshots. Of all the girls he was talking to. To him. Because I had (laughs) took pictures on my phone. So. This man didn't say sorry. Didn't deny. Didn't. You know the first thing he said to me was. You're crazy for going through my phone. Wow. And I was like, (laughs) you is trying to make me feel like I'm in the wrong when you're in the wrong. There's no way I'm in the wrong. You're in the wrong. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, the gaslighting worked because I was back like two weeks later, if that. But it took a little second, but not too long. Mm -hmm. And I was just back in the folds getting treated like S-H-I-T again. So I feel like that was... You know, when I was a little bit more naive. But looking back on it now, I'm like, clearly my intuition wasn't lying to me about you being a liar. So, right. it's like, why did I even let you bring me back in once I seen that you was a liar? Even though, it's like, I had the proof for myself mm-hmm. and I still didn't, like, believe it or still didn't, you know, adhere to it. So, I feel like that was the classic example I'm trying to think of one for my ex because I know that was very toxic as well. But I'm, I don't really have a good example off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm trying to think. Okay, so tell me if you think this would be gaslighting. If somebody 
acts as if they're going to commit suicide to keep you in the relationship. Yes, this gaslighting. Yes. And then let me let me I'm glad you brought that up because um it's a um PhD doctor, Dr. Stern, she explains like what gaslighting is and how it's like a power dynamic. Um, she said the manipulator holds enough power that the target of the gaslighting is terrified to change up or step out of the gaslighting dynamic because the threat of losing that relationship or the threat of being seen as less than who you want to be seen as to them. Mm-hmm. So that's a perfect example. And I guess another example for me personally is my ex, one of my exes. He would tell me, like, nobody would want me. <laughs> He would be like, ain't nobody going to want you. Like, this is it. Like, it was either all or nothing with him. So, I think, yeah, it was definitely manipulation. Yeah. And it's, (laughs) when you just, (laughs) it's crazy because in that situation I just said, it was like, I had kind of called them. It was like, I was grown by this time. So, it was way Mm -hmm. past the first situation. That was in college. This was like probably two, three years after that. So, I'm already hip to like what gaslighting is, when to spot it out. So, I actually called the person on the gaslighting because um, they pretty much was trying to quote unquote commit suicide or act like Mm. they was. And then, I pretty much was like, stop playing with me. Like, you are not finna do this. Like... At first, I was really concerned, and then I just felt like I was being manipulated, so I got kind of defensive, because I'm like, you're not finna manipulate me, so I'm like, yeah, like, I ain't gonna say I was like, do it, but I was just pretty <laughs> much like, I'm not buying it, and mm-hmm. afterwards, it came out, they was just like, yeah, I pretty much was just faking it to try to get you back. Wow. Like, I wasn't suicidal, because I was trying to get them some help for real, I'm like, nah, if you suicidal about me you gotta go get you some help get you you know other people involved but they like nah pretty much like it was a joke or I was just saying that to get you to stay but since you're not staying oh well and it's like what Mm. why would you do that to me like Mm. especially knowing how serious I am about mental health so Mm -hmm. that was too he played on the fact that he knew something about you and tried to use that to his advantage exactly manipulation that's all that it It was a girl but yeah (laughs) she oh she oh wow it was like oh i know you a therapist i know you take mental health seriously so let me act crazy for for a second wow because i know you're gonna be like oh no i can't leave her like this Mm. and i was just looking like you're playing with me right like you're this is a joke you gotta be kidding and then it just kind of turned yeah it was like then they start gaslighting me by not saying they was gonna commit suicide they start threatening my life so wow. I was like, yeah, that's what actually this gaslighting, it was like the very end, like the last couple of days mm. because it was just so bad to the point where I was like, it's not recovering. Like you threatening your life. That's whatever. Like I wasn't for that either, but mm. I pretty much knew it was foolish. So threatening my life. That's when I was like, oh, no, I need to get out of this situation because yeah. this is toxic. But it was still gaslighting in a sense because it was like, you wasn't really going to kill me. You thought that was going to make me stay too. And it's like, no, this is the last straw. Let me get out of here. I'm glad you brought up domestic violence because according Mm -hmm. to the National Domestic Violence Hotline fact sheet, there are other techniques a gaslighter can use. So, and one of them is withholding 
that means he or she refuses to listen or says they don't understand something that you are telling them. Another one is countering when the abuser questions the gaslighting's memory of an event. Blocking, diverting is when the abuser changes the subject or questions the victim's thinking. And trivializing, making the victim's needs or feelings seem unimportant. I know that happens a lot. Especially, like, if you have a certain moral or standard about yourself and then you enter a relationship where that person kind of don't agree with it, they'll probably be like, oh, that's not, you know, that's not really important. We can kind of, like, you know, get over that. I don't know what's a good example. Being celibate. Mm. Like, if you if you know you celibate and then you dating and then the person that you dated not really celibate and they'll probably be like, oh, you know, it's just sex. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be making you feel like your feelings yeah. of celibacy is invalid. Right. So, yeah. I think it's trash. Right. And then the last one is forgetting slash denial. When the manipulator pretends to have forgotten what actually happened or denies something here, so you said. I think you mentioned that earlier. So, yeah. They'll be like, oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, you do. <laughs> it's in the, the proof is in the pudding. And that's why I admit, like, probably not as much now because I don't really talk to nobody too much. Uh-huh. Like, I don't have a bunch of threads. But I used to be, like, really cautious about deleting threads because I always felt like somebody would try to lie on me or somebody would try to, like, mm-hmm. flip something and make it seem like something it wasn't. So I used to be really, really adamant about just keeping all my texts, keeping all my emails, my interactions because people will lie on you. And I feel like once it happens, then you start to have a legitimate fear. Like, if this person that I actually cared about and loved could do this, like, anybody could do it. I agree. So... Some other signs that you might be a victim of gaslighting. (laughs) I know I'm laughing, but this is a very serious topic. But let's just get into it. So you're (laughs) constantly second-guessing yourself or having trouble making decisions. Mm. Another one is a person will say things like, you're being too sensitive or you're not a good enough person. Oh, that's the one right there. The sensitive line. Oh, no, that's the one. People will stay saying, oh, you sensitive. Like, you oh, you being overdramatic. No, ma'am. Mm-mm. Yes, I agree. And then another one is you feel confused about your relationship. So, for example, you thinking, oh, I thought I, I have a great husband, but I just feel crazy all the time. Or I thought I had this charming partner, but then sometimes I feel like I'm losing it when we're together. Have you ever felt that way? Say it again. Not the example. What is it called? You feel confused about your relationship. A hundred percent. It took me like, this is the first time I'm saying this out loud, but it took me like a good six months maybe to leave my ex. Mm. It was like, I knew it wasn't right, but I also knew that they were going to do the gaslighting. So I was like, I need to plan this and be strategic and... I literally had to, like, move out when they were at work because <laughs> it was like, nah. I was going back and forth for myself, and then I just was like, why am I in this relationship? And then I mm. just was like, I got to go. I got to go. Uh, I feel it. 
<laughs> so another one is you feel unclear about your thoughts or feelings or beliefs. You are always apologizing. You're frequently making excuses for your partner's behavior. You can't understand why you're yes, not happy in that, your own life. That is the one. Making excuses for their behavior, bro. Like, making excuses for the behavior. That's another one. I was just, yeah, that one was big. And it was like, my friends was literally like, stop fuck messing with this person. And mm-hmm. I was just like, okay. Two days later, we had dinner. Like, oh no, It was like. For me, I don't like feeling like I failed. So I'll be like more willing to, well, in the past, I was more willing to put up with stuff mm-hmm. to not be like, oh, this is the failed relationship. Like, you know? Right. So I'm glad that I just saw that sometimes it's not worth it. Like, you got to be able to just date yourself. <laughs> yes, I agree. And the last but not least is you know something is wrong, but you just don't know what. So it's like your intuition is telling you that something is not right, but you just can't pinpoint what it is. Yeah, 100%. Still felt this same emotion in the situation. Like, it was just so toxic. It was like, I don't know. It was just a lot of stuff that I didn't get how horrible it was until I got out the situation, like, I had gotten into a fight with that roommate, and this bitch was at the fucking fight giving me water. Like, mm. how you how you in the mix like this? Like, you're not saying, oh, this person wrong for trying to fight my person, or you're not trying to stop me. Like, you look crazy. You enabling it, giving me water, and at the shit. Like, that's so... I feel like that was just a manipulation. Like, oh, I care about you, but... You really don't. Like, you want me to be out here rah-rah and fighting with somebody that don't like me just because I'm with you. Like, no, that was trash. Mm. But I didn't, like, I knew it was trash, but I'm telling you, I was still in this relationship. Like, just fall, just like, oh. And the thing was, I remember it was like the day after the fight, they got that somebody else to call me and be like, She's sorry. Forgive mm. her. Like yes. try to get other people involved. Yeah, and then it was like too. I'm not gonna lie. I used to be a little shallow, so I would love like when you trying to make up to me. Okay, bet you just gonna spend some money. But I realized that it's like okay after they spend money on you heavy for like a month, couple of weeks, whatever. You bet regular. You're not getting no gifts no more. It's just the still the trauma, the toxicity. Mm. Hmm. I feel like that's the way to gaslight too. Like, here, here goes some money. Here goes some, right. some gifts. Here goes some temporary yeah. affection. That's and it's crazy it because at the end, when I was just like, mm, nah, I'm, I'm over this. They tried to like pretty much say like, oh, all I gotta do is spoil you a little bit. Like, trying to what? No, <laughs> that's not how this go. Like, even if it is, like, you don't get to just think. That you could do that. Like, I get to decide that I want to allow that. But you don't get to just think you finna spoil me. And that's that. And we back good after you treated me like shit. (laughs) Right. So, now that we talked about what gaslighting is. Some of the signs of gaslighting. We're going to get into some tips on how you can overcome it. So, 
some tips. One, you want to identify the problem. So one way you can do that is by writing down specific conversation points. So if you can recollect what happened in the conversation, Mm -hmm. you can just go home, maybe write it down and reflect on the conversation and see if you see any patterns that keep coming up. Yeah, I, I definitely did that. I had wrote out all the negatives in the relationship and all the positives. And I was just like, this all the negatives. It's, it's horrible. I got to get out this relationship. <laughs> but it was a lot of uh, gaslighting on the negatives. Okay. So another tip is give your per- yourself permission to feel what you feel. So... One of the issues with gaslighting is that it makes you question your own thoughts and it can also make you question your own feelings. So what you want to do is give yourself permission to feel how you feel. If you don't want to continue to like feel that emotion, put a time limit on it. Like say, I'm going to give myself 24 hours to feel this way and then I'm going to try to find a solution for it. Boom. There you go. Yeah. So... Three is give yourself permission to make a sacrifice. So what does that mean? That means you may have like a lot, a lot of wonderful things going on in a relationship, but that may mean you have to cut the relationship off, making a sacrifice, even if you don't want to do it. Because you like you say, you don't want to be in a toxic relationship. Yeah, definitely think. Over time, you're just going to start. You're going to keep seeing it. And you're going to be like, I got to just choose me over this relationship. Yes. And four is start with making small decisions. So, again, you may not want to make the decision. (laughs) Especially if you... But by telling other people... I think it can help push you to make a final decision. For sure. Because if you keep it inside, it's kind of like you that keep that cycle can keep going and keep going. But if you tell enough people about somebody, they're gonna be looking at you crazy. I thought. Yeah, I did that too. <laughs> the day my ex had chased me out the house with a gun, I put it on Facebook. What? I put it on Facebook because I was like. Yeah, I'm telling you, she tried to play like she was going to take her own life. I wasn't buying it. Then she tried to act like she was going to take my life, so I had to leave. I literally left the whole state. Like, I just went to Montgomery for, like, a couple of days. But, yeah, I had put it on Facebook, like, um, what did I say? It was just, like, uh, something. I don't even remember. It was along the lines of, though, pretty much, like, um, yeah, my ex or something, my ex or my situation relationship whatever it was i'm like yeah uh i just got threatened with a gun so pretty much like i'm not going back to that situation but it was like once i put it on facebook i knew that it wasn't no going back and that was like pretty much what they knew too of dang she not coming back like she done mm-hmm. <laughs> and that goes into our number five which is get a second opinion you always like one, like you said earlier, ex a family member or a friend, somebody you trust and you know who not gonna like give bad advice. Or bias. Or some or people bias, will tell you yeah. like, oh yeah, cut them off, but it's just cause they don't like them. So that's why you gotta like 
It could be good to talk to a therapist, like somebody objective that don't even know mm-hmm. them. For me, also, now that I think about it, I talked to Miss Jada. Um, shout out to Miss Jada. But uh, I pretty much talked to like one of my old, well, she's, yeah, old supervisor, supervisor. She's like my boss boss now. But I was like um, just talking to her about the situation and she told me to, I was like, I'm telling you, I was trying to get out of this for a minute. So I had pretty much told her, like, I'm thinking about getting out of this situation because I'm not really the happiest. And I was telling her why. And she was like, you know what? Like, don't make no hasty decision. But what you can do is tell your partner, like, I need a six month break Mm. to see how they react to the break to see, like, you know, are they even trying to help you get through whatever you're going through for the relationship to work? And so... It's funny. They actually said yeah to the break. I took the break. And that was probably in, like, November. And we ended up breaking up around, like, January. Because I was like, dang, you said you cool with a break. We ain't even able to be on the break. Because it was, mm-hmm. like, every single day they was talking about the break. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't even have time to heal. Because you keep talking to me about the relationship every day. And I was just like, actually... I don't want to be in this at all anymore. And then it was like a good segue to mm. just be like, yeah, this over. Yes. Shout out to Miss Jada. Cause she was definitely an anchor for me when I was working there too. So yeah. So last but not least is have compassion for you. So at the end of the day, you are your best friend. <laughs> I, I believe and you just want to have compassion for yourself and trust yourself that what you is what you are experiencing could be valid and that you aren't crazy even if that person is trying to make you feel crazy 100% and i'm going to end it on this note so i know a lot of people probably thinking like where did gaslighting come from mm-hmm. right so the term gaslighting actually comes from a 1938 play called Gaslight. So in this movie, i never seen it before, by the way. So if you want to go check it out, you do that. Let me know how it, how it is. But it's where a husband manipulates his wife to make her think she's actually losing her sense of reality. So he can commit her to a mental, a mental institution and steal her inheritance. So, yeah. <laughs> Abuse of power. Abuse of power. Just like the the power dynamic that Dr. Stern explained, you know, in the article. So, yeah. That pretty much completes the personal aspects of gaslighting. Yeah, it's it's no fun, but it's something you got to, like, get through. And, yeah, if I can get through it, I know y'all can get through it because it was toxic. Let me tell y'all. I literally had to move out in the middle of the day while they were at work. And we was, like, living together for two years. So, I was pretty much used to splitting everything. I had to get my own apartment ASAP that mm-hmm. weekend. Couldn't move in for, like, two weeks. Um, I had to live in an Airbnb for, like, two weeks. And it just worked out fine. Like, I got my own spot. Um, not in a toxic relationship. And I got my peace of mind. So don't be afraid to get rid of a gaslighter. If you think you're being gaslighted, you probably are. And on that note, make sure y'all go follow our social media pages. 
um, on Instagram, Twitter. We just got Twitter, y'all. We got it back. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at 21 Minutes or Less. And then on YouTube, 21 Minutes or Less Podcast. And then go follow our personal pages. Mine is at Keisha Milana. And mine is at Miss Butterfly, M-I-S-S. Oh, Miss Butterfly. <laughs> mine is at Miss Butterfly 21, M-I-S-S. <laughs> and we'll see y'all on the next episode.